Commence primary ignition. This is the way. What is up all of you Ugnots and Jawas out there and welcome to a new episode of Mando Talk, your home for discussion of the Ahsoka series. That's right, we're officially turning the page away from the Mandalorian and we're becoming an Ahsoka companion podcast. So what that means then is if you are excited for the Ahsoka series and you want a podcast to go along with your viewing of Ahsoka once it begins releasing, then this is your place. So make sure you hit that subscribe button on whatever podcast platform you are hearing this. I would greatly appreciate it and I cannot wait to have so much fun with each and every single one of you as Ahsoka releases. So obviously that means then you can expect week to week episodes from Mando Talk talking about the new episode of Ahsoka. There's a lot to be looking forward to. I cannot wait to do this with you guys yet again. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a look at the trailer that dropped a couple days back. We're going to break it down and look at every single thing that I noticed that I believe is worthy to discuss. I felt it was right to do this. If we're going to be a companion podcast for Ahsoka, then I definitely need to do a episode covering the trailer that's getting us all hyped and pumped for the new series. So without further ado, let's get into it. What I'm going to do is I'm going to look at segment by segment and talk about some big things that I noticed inside these segments that I choose. So we'll begin, obviously, from the zero second mark to the 15 second mark. War is inevitable. One must destroy in order to create. We are no Jedi. Okay, so those first 15 seconds are absolutely chilling to the bone. I absolutely love everything about that segment of this trailer. It kickstarts it with the vibes that are just insane. I love everything about it. But anyway, I believe the first bit of dialogue that is used is a different scene from the striking blow of Ray Stevenson's Balin character when he says we are no Jedi to the officer before stabbing him. Definitely wanted to point that out. I do think we've got two scenes going on here regarding the dialogue, but the entire scene of these two dark side force users, I don't want to call them Sith because I don't think they are because they're orange lightsabers. They're orange at least hinted or tinted lightsabers, rather. There's the word I was looking for. Don't really tell me that they're Sith, but I definitely believe, obviously, they have dark side intentions. Now let's go to the segments of 15 seconds to 18 seconds. Super quick one. The only thing I wanted to point out here about this super quick segment was the fact that this is the second trailer that we've gotten for this series, and it's the second time that they've utilized the red Lucasfilm logo. And I think that is used yet again on purpose. I think it's just intentional, and I think it reveals kind of the vibes that this series is going to be revealing. All right, next up, 18-second mark to the 24-second mark. I started hearing whispers. Of Thrawn's return as heir to the Empire. 
Okay, so during this segment, we get our first look at Ahsoka in this trailer. We see a very intriguing woman engraved on a stone wall surrounded by similar markings to the Ahsoka logo used for the series. And we get the familiar shot of Thrawn walking from behind. So a lot of great things in this segment. But definitely for me, the biggest thing is that marking or that engraving rather on the stone wall. All right, next up, we're going to look at the 24-second mark to the 32-second mark. And this is going to connect to that stone marking or that woman that's marked, engraved in that wall. What happens when you find Thrawn? Power. Such as you've never dreamed. Okay, so during that segment, we see Balin, Shin, and Morgan Elsbeth meet at an eerie Stonehenge-like location where Morgan Elsbeth activates a holographic ball again with similar markings to the series logo and those engravings on the stone wall that I was just talking about. I can't help but wonder if this is connected to the world between worlds or not. Of course, that was a plot device utilized in the Star Wars Rebels series, which this series, the Ahsoka series, is essentially just a continuation of that story. World Between Worlds was definitely like this portal that was kind of introduced to the Star Wars franchise to allow you to kind of look into different spaces in time throughout the timeline of the events that we see in Star Wars. It's still kind of confusing, and I hope that this series kind of explains it a little bit more, and I'm hopeful that maybe these little markings in this little location has something to do with the world between worlds. Now, something else that I wanted to say is with the marking of that woman on the wall with the similar markings to we see at this Stonehenge-like location, I think maybe Ahsoka is on track or hunting down this location and these three individuals. And I think she may come in contact with them then because of this now another thing that i'm curious of is if these three have found thrawn or not in the present timeline or if they are trying to go into the world between worlds to find thrawn in a different timeline this is all based on shin asking what happens when we find thrawn this is definitely one of the most intriguing segments of this trailer for me and i can't wait to get this scene because it just screams dark side eerie lore to me all right next segment is going to be a super short one 32 seconds to 35 second mark Okay, so in this super short segment, we see Shin finishing her attack on the New Republic cruiser by striking down a female officer on the bridge. And this is a very familiar shot because we saw it in the first trailer. So there's nothing else to add here other than Shin continues to look super cool to me. All right, next segment is from 35 second mark to the 44 second mark. I've spent most of my life fighting a war. That's why I'm trying to convince you to help me prevent another one. Okay, so right off the jump, we see a massive New Republic fleet in this segment. Familiar shot of Hera and Chopper piloting together is then shown. Of course, gives me chills every time. I love the fact that we're getting those two yet again. And we see Hera pleading to the New Republic to get involved to prevent another war from beginning. One of the New Republic figures that is present during this holographic meeting is Mon Mothma, which is absolutely thrilling to me. I love the fact that we're getting her yet again during this timeline and kind of establishing her role 
with this new republic. I cannot wait for that scene. Can't wait for all of this stuff with Hera. And by the way, recently online, we've seen some potential Lego leaks that allude to Hera's son and Kanan. Hera and Kanan's son being in the series. I won't dive into what that looks like or what he looks like in that Lego figure. But if you're interested, go hunt for it for yourself. But anyway, let's move on in the trailer from the 44 second mark to the minute and eight second mark. You and I both know who could help you with this. She's still just as stubborn as ever. I bet your master found you difficult at times. Anakin never got to finish my training. I walked away from him, just like I walked away from Sabine. You never made things easy for me. Master. All right, a lot to unpack here, beginning with Ahsoka arriving at Hera and her fleet seemingly asking for help to find Thrawn and Ezra, potentially. That's what I'm thinking, at least. Hera mentions to Ahsoka that Sabine Wren is the one who could help her with this quest. Sabine is then shown to still be on Lothal, which was Ezra's home planet, which we spent a ton of time on Lothal during the Rebels series. So I love seeing Lothal here in live action. I also love seeing Sabine riding a speeder, trying to get away from a ship on the very familiar bridge on Lothal that was used frequently in Rebels. We also get an Anakin name drop, the first Anakin name drop of this trailer as Ahsoka reflects on the past as she left Anakin and she has now left Sabine. She left training Sabine, which then leads to another very intriguing line where Sabine calls Ahsoka master. Now, I've seen some discussion online already with this. I don't think that they're setting up Sabine to be Force-sensitive. I just think that we are expanding upon Sabine learning how to weld the Darksaber, and Ahsoka's now just training Sabine to use a lightsaber rather than the Darksaber itself. So I'm very intrigued to see this. I'm intrigued to see what it's like to see a Jedi, well, she's not technically a Jedi anymore, but a Force user training a non-force user in Sabine Wren. Like, I would love to see that. I love seeing a Jedi training a Mandalorian. It's just fascinating to me. The dynamic there, it is fantastic. Can't wait to see Sabine and Ahsoka together yet again. All right, next segment that we're going to discuss is from the minute and eight second mark to the one minute and 22 second mark. As a Jedi... Sometimes you have to make the decision no one else can. But I'm counting on you to see this through. Nice haircut. All right, so we hear Ezra Bridger for the first time in the hologram that Sabine is listening to. And I'm assuming this is a recording and not a live feed. If it was a live feed, I think it would become too obvious for Ezra to just say, hey, I'm here and you don't really have to go on this trail of a hunt or anything like that. So I definitely think it's a recording. But by the way, Ezra Bridger sounds phenomenal here. Obviously, we're always concerned with going from animation to live action if the depiction is going to stay true to the character. But I think so far from what we see from Ezra in this trailer, just from this one scene, really, it everything seems to be fantastic so far. 
This hologram gets Sabine to commit to helping Ahsoka and going on this mission. She cuts her hair, grabs her Mando helmet, and blasts into hyperspace with Ahsoka, who is rocking a new look here herself. And she looks fantastic. It's like a blue but white kind of armored suit or costume or gear. I don't know why I called it costume. She's not dressing up for Halloween. She's an actual character. Anyway, both of these characters look phenomenal. Next up is the minute 22 second mark to the minute 26 second mark. All right, so a super short segment, but very notable that we get a little bit more footage of Ahsoka fighting a droid and the new Inquisitor that's shown during this segment. I'm loving this scene that we continue to get little tidbits of. It's the one where it's bright daylight, and we see the Inquisitor, the new Inquisitor, fighting Ahsoka where she does her two blades that's become a famous shot from the first trailer, and I'm just glad that we're getting more of that. All right, next segment, super short as well, from the minute 26 second mark to the minute 28 second mark. Sometimes we have to do what's right, regardless of our personal feelings. Okay, so here, all we get... I say all we get, but it's a phenomenal get that we get here. Sabine looks at the Ghost Crew mural and focuses in on Ezra. Now, obviously this mural was shown during the epilogue of the Rebels series, and it was an emotional moment because obviously Sabine longs for Ezra, misses Ezra, and wants to reunite with Ezra. And I'm just loving the fact that this story is continuing that. Because for me, and I know I'm in the minority here, for me, Rebels is the best animated Star Wars show that we've ever gotten. It's better than Clone Wars, and I know Clone Wars is phenomenal stuff. But I just loved the story that they did here with Rebels, and I'm so thrilled to see it continue. Okay, next segment is from the minute 28 second mark to the minute 39 second mark. Buckle up. If we don't stop Thrawn, everything will be in vain. Alright, a lot of action is starting to crank up in this trailer. Here we get Sabine blasting down a ship. Ahsoka and Sabine come upon a purgle and fly around it and under it. Now, purgle, we saw those in Season 3 of The Mandalorian. We saw those traveling alongside Din and Grogu in hyperspace. But this thing here is absolutely massive, and I love it. I love the look of it. I just can't wait. I can't wait to see the Purgle some more here in live action. Obviously, those of you that haven't seen Rebels, the Purgle is what blasted Thrawn and Ezra off into hyperspace, and that's why they're lost. That's why nobody knows where they are, and that's why we're getting this series, because we get to see the continuation of that story. Now, obviously, the last part of this segment is the big part for me. Thrawn is finally shown. Now, this is definitely the shot that was shown at Celebration, but I'm so glad everyone has got to see this shot now. Like I said in my last podcast episode, I'm glad that we're all going into this series 
all on the same playing field to where we all know what Lars Mikkelsen looks like as Thrawn, which, by the way, Lars Mikkelsen looks fantastic as Thrawn, and I can't wait to hear his Thrawn voice work yet again. It's going to be so fun. I cannot wait to see it. Now, I will say, the closer and closer that we get to this show, I'm starting to think that we're not going to get as much Thrawn as I initially anticipated. I think it's going to be more so focused on Balin, Shin, Elsbeth, and the Inquisitor that I still don't know its name or who it is or anything going on with it, other than it looks sick. But I definitely think Thrawn isn't really going to be the... Obviously, he's going to be the main villain kind of in the background, like a Palpatine-like person pulling the strings and doing everything. But he's not going to be the one that we see mostly on screen. So that's just me maybe setting my expectation to where if we do get a lot of him, I'm over the moon. But if we don't get a lot of him, then I won't be upset or surprised by that. That's just what I'm going to go ahead and do heading into it. But I hope we get as much Thrawn as possible. All right, next segment is from the minute 39 second mark to the minute 44 second mark. You have no power. All right, intriguing shots here. Sabine is fighting Shin with Ezra's green lightsaber, and it seems like she may be trying to use the Force at one point. I know earlier I said I don't think she's Force-sensitive, but it kind of looks like she's reaching out for the Force or to use the Force at the beginning of this segment, but it definitely does look like Shin is seemingly winning the fight relatively easily, I might add. But back to that whole Sabina's Force-sensitive thing. I know I said I don't think she is, but you could definitely view this segment as the show revealing that maybe she does have a bit of Force-sensitivity. But I would be more intrigued by the story if she remained un-Force-sensitive. But that may be something to debate, so let me know. Follow me on Twitter, at MandoTalk, and reach out to me and let me know, do you think that they're setting up Sabine Wren to be Force-sensitive suddenly in this series? I would love to hear your opinions, and I would love to go back and forward and discuss about that. All right, next segment, a minute 44 second mark to the minute 48 second mark. Anakin spoke highly of you. We get a second Anakin name drop, confirming that Balin was a Jedi who survived Order 66, seemingly at least. We also see more of their fight at this Stonehenge-like location, so obviously I definitely believe that she tracks them down to that spot. I don't know what happens to Shin or Elspeth. Maybe they kind of go to the side and they start fighting Sabine or something like that. Who knows? But I'm very, very, very interested to see more of this. But I definitely want to point this out, too. You may have missed it. Whenever Balin says Anakin, you can hear Darth Vader breathing. And I loved it. I freaked out. I heard it immediately. And I have put that part on repeat. Because the sound mixing there was just done so well to where you may have missed it. Great segment of the trailer there. All right, next segment is from the minute 48 second mark to the minute 51 second mark. Super short one, but definitely worthy to discuss. I'm not here to discuss my past. 
All right, so in this segment, we see Ahsoka running away from a location that's blowing up. This location seems to be the same one that she was inside of at the beginning of this trailer, and this is the same location she cut a hole in the surface to go below the surface in the first trailer, which makes me wonder then, is she blowing up this Stonehenge-like location? Is she tracking these people down? Did those did those villains escape, but she's able to at least get rid of the location where they were utilizing that holographic globe or ball or, or things to maybe help them track down Thrawn? Or maybe it truly is like a portal or it connects to the world between worlds and Ahsoka wants nothing to do with it. I'm very intrigued. Needless to say, I'm very intrigued by what's going on here. All right, next segment, another super short one, a minute 51 to a minute 54 second mark. We have a lot of work to do. Once a rebel, always a rebel. All right, all I wanted to say here was that we do then, because earlier in the trailer it made me think, okay, maybe Ahsoka and Sabine are going off on their own and Hera's going to have something that she's doing on her own, but in this three-second segment we see that Hera gets linked up with them at some point, which has me thrilled because we just get back to those Rebels vibes that we love. All right, next segment, a minute 54 to two minutes and one second mark. Okay, so Sabine uses her wrist gauntlet to attack someone. Ahsoka destroys a droid with a lightsaber. Ahsoka does some piloting. Hera is blasting at something or someone. And Ahsoka is running away from an Imperial shuttle. This segment was definitely the action back-to-back-to-back-to-back segment. Like, bang, 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 bang. It was all happening. We saw all of the main characters of this series doing something. And it all looked great. Alright, next and final segment, the 2 minute and 1 second mark to the 2 minute and 10 second mark. And we end with a bang here. The new Inquisitor does the spinning lightsaber intimidation move, which, by the way, do all of these Inquisitors think that that's just like a massive power move that scares all of these Jedis? I mean, Ahsoka's definitely seen one of these before, so come on, bro. Or broette. We don't know if you're male or female under that suit, which, by the way, reminds me of, like, Snake Eyes or something like that. But anyway, this attack, this spinning lightsaber attack move questionable at this point but i dig it it still looks sick it always gets me but eventually ahsoka's like whatever and she attacks and then this fight does seemingly occur in a forest and we end the trailer there we do get confirmation that it will be a two episode premiere on august 23rd and that's the trailer so what i want to know is what did you think of this trailer overall again let me know on twitter at mando talk just reach out to me there send a tweet send a dm any of those things i would definitely love to hear from you i for one loved this trailer i thought it was phenomenal from beginning to end i love the fact that they finally showed thrawn i love the fact that sabine is becoming a very important character more important than maybe i originally anticipated when they first announced this series i love the utilization of hera chopper i'm hopeful that we see hera and kanan's son and also zeb and and any rebel connections that we can make another thing to point out 
two Anakin name drops. I definitely think we're going to be getting Hayden Christensen's Anakin Skywalker slash Darth Vader at some point and maybe multiple points. I don't know if that's going to be in flashback form, world between worlds form, or maybe even Force Ghost form. Who knows? But I can't wait to watch this show and I cannot wait to discuss this show with you. So again, if you want a podcast that's going to have a lot of fun as we discuss this show week to week, subscribe wherever you are listening, like it, follow it, whatever you got to do to make sure that this podcast continues to pop up in your feeds. Do those things. And if you want more content from me, again, check out the Mando Talk YouTube channel. Just search Mando Talk on YouTube and it'll pop up. And I'll also include the link to that in the description down below. If you want to hear more from me as well, you can follow me on Twitter and TikTok, both at Mando Talk. Thank you so much for checking out this episode. Can't wait to do it again. And until next time, as always, we have spoken. Spoken.